Whoever wants to become great amongst you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Matthew chapter 20, verse 26 to 28. So, in the Christian realm, all leadership should be servanthood or servant leadership. Good morning and welcome to the Refiner's Funnest Podcast once again. And I'm your host and by the message of God, my name is Ebenezer Bassi and I will be looking into perspective, the kingdom leadership model. And by the message of God, we are trusting that the Lord will give us so much light and help us understand his true emphasis when it comes to leadership in the kingdom. All right, so um, Jesus was the only person that best defined this system of leadership in the kingdom, this very model of leadership in the kingdom. Now, I will be looking at the scripture in in different perspective. I'm going to be going over to, I think, um, verse 25 of Matthew chapter 20. And by the message of God, we are going to be navigating through that path effectively. All right. I want you to understand that a common misconception among those who wants to exercise leadership role over others is that it comes with glory, power, and position of honor. Now, I want us to understand that in the kingdom, in the kingdom to become a leader you must be a servant i am looking for a way to best describe i'm looking for a way to best describe this that i have um i've spoken to everyone i mean sincerely in the kingdom in the kingdom honestly to become a leader you must first become a servant and we have a template we have a model and the model is Jesus Christ. Any other thing, any other perspective outside the perspective of Jesus Christ, it's wrong. Now, why am I saying this? Jesus himself said, just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So Jesus Christ taught us the, the uniqueness of leadership in this kingdom. So it would have been possible that Jesus Christ would have come as a king. I mean, he will come in his glory. I mean, in his full honor, having servants all over the world. But but I tell you nothing but the truth. I mean, he came just to serve you. He came to give his life as a and and this template, this model is what every believer, everyone should sincerely follow. Now I want you to understand that. Um, there is a belief which was okay sorry in fact such a mistaken belief was the occasion for jesus's words in the above passage now i I want you to follow me carefully and let me take you back to the originality or what prompted this very statement of jesus in matthew chapter 20 from verse 26 i told you i was going to take you to the the previous i mean verses before verse 26 now 
James or Jacob and John had just um, asked Jesus to place them at his side when he assumed his throne in the kingdom of God. Now, I want you to understand that this was not, now, it wasn't James, it wasn't, it wasn't John, okay? It wasn't James and John. It was the mother of James and John that went to Jesus and he interceded. Please let my sons, let my sons stay side by side when you are, I mean, in your kingdom. Now, 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 Jesus asked the question, are you able to drink of my cup? You see, it is one thing to feel you can just assume this position. It is one thing to feel that ah, I am the best person to serve in this capacity in my local assembly. It is one thing to think that you are the most qualified. But the question now is, are you willing to drink of the cup that comes with that position? Are you willing to carry the cross that comes with that position? Do you know the responsibility accrued to this position that you are endlessly longing for with the whole of your totality? Are you really, are you ready? So Jesus asked the question and in the naivety, they, they answered, I mean, believe me, I'm, I'm sorry, but it was extremely irresponsible of them to just answer yes we are ready i mean they told jesus yes and and jesus was i i, I believe this was just smiling because they didn't understand the gravity of what was coming to them sincerely they didn't understand so it is one thing i repeat to feel you are right for a position it is one thing to assume that you are the best for that position but it's another thing to understand the responsibility that comes with this position. Follow me and you'll be blessed. Follow me. So, the other disciples having heard about this conversation between the mother of John and, I mean, James with Jesus, the other they became indignant at at the arrogance of their request. You know, everybody loved Jesus and everybody wanted to serve Jesus. So they were so, 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 I mean, they, they, they were not happy, actually. They become, let me, let me say they were jealous, actually. <laughs> and Jesus having seen the posture, the posture of their hearts, Jesus having understood them, Jesus having, I mean, yes, seen the posture of their heart and, and could understand what, they were, they were thinking within them. I think in, let, let, let me read from scriptures, Mark chapter 10, verse 41. And when the 10 heard it, they began to be much displeased with James and John. Now, you can also see this account in Matthew chapter 20 from verse 25, 26, 27, 28, okay? Now, they were actually displeased. They were not happy. Let me just say they were jealous, actually. And as an object lesson, Jesus modeled the true servant style of leadership. So he, the Lord incarnate, bent down and washed their feet, teaching them the true measure of leading by first saving others. Now, let's look at something in John chapter 13 from verse 12 and let's see how we can read down. So after he had washed their feet and had taken his garment and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Verse 13. Ye call me master and lord, and ye say well, for so I am. Verse 14. If then your lord, 
and master have washed your feet. So if then your Lord and master have washed your feet, the idea is that there should be a replication. I, as your Lord and master, have washed your feet. So there should be a replication. Follow me. If I then, your Lord and master, have washed your feet, you also have to watch, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, a model, that you should do as I have done. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that he sent greater than he that sent him. If ye know these things, if ye know these things, happy are ye if you do them. Now, now Jesus brought a very unique, I mean, this was beautiful. Honestly, this was extremely relieving. Now, I love the account in Matthew chapter 20. Now, now follow me carefully. Let, let, let's check Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20 from verse... Um, we're going to re- be reading from verse 20. No, from verse 24. Matthew chapter... Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20. Please follow me. Matthew chapter 20 from verse 24. The Bible says, okay, let's read from verse 25. And Jesus called them unto him and said, You know that the princes and the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it is not so amongst you, but whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Now, now Jesus compared his model with the model of the Gentiles or, or the world. Now, in the world, we are talking about dominion, overly exercised dominion over the subject. But it is not like that in the kingdom. The model in the kingdom is that you must first become a servant if you want to lead. Now, like I was saying, Jesus asked these guys, the two guys that needed position in the kingdom of God. He said, come. The, the question is not about the position. I don't have issue with the position. Now, now Jesus had already cleared the air. The idea is that I am not the one to give this position. It is not in my place because this belongs to the father. It is the father that wills this. Okay, but I am more concerned about, I mean, the responsibility that is accrued with what you are asking for. Are you ready? Are you ready to drink of this cup? Now, pay attention. Now, the word servant in Matthew chapter 20, verse 27 means slave. So, not every servant was a slave, but every slave was a servant. So, it is sad or it's... Okay, like I said, it is sad commentary in the church today that we have many celebrities but very few servants. So a lot of people who want to be known, a lot of famous people, but people don't really have the posture 
of servanthood, the posture of leading by servanthood, okay? Now, follow me carefully. So, there are many who want to exercise authority, but few who want to take the towel and basin and wash the feet of others. So, what am I even trying to say? Now, obviously, it may not even be possible again in, in our today's civilization to have people who will wash the feet i mean i mean not even have people to have that orchestration i mean that scenario where where leaders will have to wash the feet of their members but the idea i mean what this scripture is just trying to convey is having the posture of i mean the posture sincerely the heart of a servant now it is one thing to lead it is wanting to have the burdens of the people that you are leading. Now, it could be so beautiful that you are a leader. I mean, everything you want is in and at your disposal. But you really don't care about the feelings, the emotions, what other people are passing through. Sincerely, you don't care. So we really need to pay attention to, I mean, the posture of our heart. If we are sincerely looking after the affair of the kingdom. Because in this kingdom, leaders are made by their posture of servanthood. I mean, I'm not talking about vague or, or I mean, fake humility. No, we are talking about the genuineness of a man's heart. That he is extremely concerned about the people of God. And not about his stomach or his, his pocket sincerely all right so a lot of people want to exercise authority but they're not willing to to do what jesus christ is they're not willing to serve other people leadership is service leadership is service yes leadership is a ministry and ministry service so how will you say that you're in a position of authority for example you're a leader of a local assembly you're a leader in any unit of that assembly and then you don't have the consciousness of service i'm not talking about serving god all of us are serving god but do you have the consciousness of serving your subordinate do you even understand that you are serving your subordinate at some point do you understand it? See, we really need to pay attention to everything, I mean, everything that is going on within us. Everything that Jesus Christ showed us, all the templates, we really need to pay, pay attention to everything that he has advised us to do. Else, we will be doing everything contrary to himself. And we, the minute we begin to do everything contrary to the precept of God, we are the enemies of God. Yes, for there is always one thing that is certain. The Lord must always resist the proud and give grace to the humble. So you notice that in your leadership, I mean, venture, there is no grace attached to you. Let's check it. There is always grace attached to the humble. The Lord will always fight you if you are not using this model. Because the model in this kingdom is servanthood. Why are you doing something else? Who taught you what you are practicing? taught you so paul reminds us that our attitude is to be like christ in that we consider others better than ourselves and do nothing out of vanity or selfishness so rather we look out for the interests of others so in this sense then every christian is a servant we must look out for the interest of others now this is what apostle paul said it is 
very clear in Philippians chapter 2 from verse 3 to verse 4. How is it that you are a leader and then the interest of others is not your priority? Especially in the kingdom of God. Who gave you this model? Who gave you this template? This is what I'm asking. This is what we need to pay attention to. Yes. So our attitude should be like Christ. He said, let this mind which was in Christ Jesus be in you. Let this in mind. Hmm? And we should not do anything out of vanity or selfishness. We should always be conscious of placing orders before ourselves. Very important. Now, Philippians chapter 2, let's, let's see what the scripture says. He said, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other than themselves. Verse 4. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So this is just placing others before you. So you're given a position of leadership. You're given a position of of authority, the idea, the focal point should be others. The Lord has called you into a ministry. Your burden should be others. You need to look at others. You need to look at the um the concerns or the affairs of other people first before even thinking about yourself. Follow me carefully and you will be blessed. So, the focal point of servant leadership or leadership in the kingdom within the church is to prepare God's people for the work of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So, Jesus Christ asked James and asked John, are you ready? And in their naivety, they said, yes, Lord, we are ready to drink of this cup. And if you could check carefully... During the persecutions, I mean, when Jesus was with them, you see, you see, some of them, it was clear that they were not ready. Do you even know what this cup entails? So we want to take, like I'm saying, I'm still saying again, it's not about rushing to take positions and leadership, I mean, authority, I mean, leadership positions. But do we understand what comes with this position? And if we have carefully understand what comes with it, I tell you nothing, it's going to be easy for you to serve people or to serve God's people. Because that's why you are there. So, our service, I mean, we are preparing God's people for the work of service, so, so that the body of Christ may be built up. Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 12, I, I, I don't even have to, but let's just read it. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for edification of the body of Christ. So, this means, with Christ being the head of the church, the entire body is served in act of providing leadership so it is not just the church leaders who become acutely aware of their place at the foot of the cross but all those within the body of christ so we all mutually submit ourselves to jesus as he was in submission to the father so looking up to jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith consistently we must do this consistently he said from a biblical perspective leadership in the kingdom frees the church of the abusive or abuse of power and cohesion and promotes mutual respect and love for one another so this kind of leadership like i said it frees the church the body of christ from um abuse of power and cohesion and then promotes mutual respect between everybody it promotes love so when you see or when you are in a place that let's say love is lacking now i tell you nothing but the truth let's check the 
the, the system of leadership if it is truly Christ. Because if the system of leadership in that place or in that um, um, assembly models Christ, I tell you nothing but the truth. Love is going to transcend to even the last in that assembly. That assembly will be driven by love because I tell you, this is a kind of leadership that puts others first. This is a kind of leadership that looks out for another. This is a kind of leadership that models the totality of Christ. So if you are in a position, if you are in a place and love is absent, I tell you the truth, the leadership is not modeling Christ. Believe me. So, a servant or a servant or a leader who carries the posture of servant to seeks to invest himself in the lives of his people. <laughs> oh, this is this is so beautiful and massive. But I pray that the Lord will help me communicate what I have to communicate. I repeat, a leader that carries the posture of servant to seeks to invest himself. I mean, without hurt, without anger without malice, without any benefit attached to it, he seeks to invest himself in the lives of his people so that as a whole, the church community is challenged to grow and be more like Christ. So we have seen a lot, especially in Pentecostalism. I don't even understand how we got here. So you see a man becoming a star, and, and with all due respect and in all humility, I am not against your stardom. But um, if you are taken off the scene today, will we have someone who can replicate that which you replicated? I mean, you represented exactly. Do we have people who can, by the message of God, replicate that which you represented effectively? Or it was just about you, about you, for you, through you, and nothing can happen through any other member of the church except by you. Remember that you're a leader and your essence is to replicate yourself in the lives of everyone that that is related to you. So Jesus Christ gave us a model. And to the 12, his life was extremely evident in all of them. So this is demonstrated in the leader's willingness to give himself to meet the needs, but not necessarily the wants of his people. So like a good parent, a true true leader who has the posture of servanthood knows the difference between needs of spiritual children and their selfish wants and desires. So there must be a knowledge. Now, Now, this takes us back to the place of discipleship. Have you thought these people that you are leading, the systems of God, have you thought them the ordinances of God? Have you taught them the life of God? Now, this that you are, um, you have mastered, have you been able to give this same doctrine to people and then you are, you are extremely sure to see that they begin to replicate the kind of result you are replicating. So why is it that it's only daddy, ma, papa, mama that can cast out devils? Why is it that it's only papa that can open the blind eyes? Why is it that it's only papa that can raise the dead? What happens to the next person that has been in that assembly? I mean, faithfully serving. What happens to the next pe- Oh, the Lord will help us. See, sincerely, the harvest is plenty, but laborers are few. 
And why is it that we have mastered the dimension of God and then we seek to keep it to, to ourselves? And with all due respect, sir, if you were able to do one plus one plus one plus one is equals to this result in God, you should be able to replicate that same system in my life. Or are you telling me that the God you found is very difficult and cannot be thought to a generation? Why is it that it's all about you? And what happens when you are no more here? So if this was a system you follow to find this God, I feel that by the message of God and by discipleship and by followership, I should be able to replicate this in God to the glory of God. Yes. So the bottom line of the application of this kind of leadership, I mean, a leadership with the posture of servanthood, is that we don't emulate the examples of the world. We are not following the world, world's pattern. Remember, in the world's pattern, all they are concerned about is dominion, lording over their subject and, and everything. But in this kingdom, in the kingdom of God, as was modeled by Jesus Christ, we are concerned about serving those that we are leading. Pay attention and you'll be blessed. So our example is Jesus. So Jesus Christ is our template. Jesus Christ is our model. Jesus Christ is everything that we will ever... I I was talking to a friend one of these. I said, God, my brother, do you know that Jesus Christ is a good mentor? He's, He's a mentor that everyone should follow. I'm telling you, see... Whether or not you're a Christian, Jesus Christ, if you follow the life and the principles of the person, the principle of Jesus, you are going to get results because his life was so, so unique and evident. Now, that's actually, by the way, so Jesus Christ became a servant and he became a servant and his life was a model example of a servant leadership. Yes. So therefore, our mission is to serve one another to give ourselves, I mean, yes, to give ourselves to one another. Now, now Christ came to give his life, so we are to give our lives not only to the service of him, but to our fellow man, yes, including those in the church and outside it. Now, when I mean giving our lives to our fellow man, we're talking about looking out for others, concerned about others, and then putting others' needs before our very needs, okay? So Mark chapter 21, verse 31, the Bible says, and the second is like, namely thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself there is none other commandment greater than this so the first is love the lord thy god with all thy heart with all them and the second is like the first love thy neighbor as thyself so so let's understand you that wants to assume a position of leadership you that want to take on um a leadership position in the body of christ i mean in your local assembly or with all due respect, do you love your neighbor as yourself? I'm not talking about all these fake things that we do. Do you sincerely love your neighbor in the similitude of which you love yourself? We need to pay attention to this. Remember that you have to put others first. Can you serve your members? Can you serve the people that the Lord has sent to you? Can you truly serve them? Can you love them to the extent that you can be able to serve them? Their needs, we're not talking about wants now. I mean, their needs. Can you serve them in doctrine? Can you serve them in prayers and intercession? Can you serve them accurately? 
I pray that the Lord will help us. I pray that the Lord will give us the spirit of might. I pray that the Lord will give us the spirit of humility. I pray that the Lord will add grace. I mean, so much grace to our effort. In the name of Jesus. I pray that you will help us. Now, child of God, I, I am just... This is all I have to say to you. This is all I am led to say to you. Please open your heart. Do not harden your heart. If you want to, I mean, truly follow God, truly follow the systems of God, I I am telling you that Jesus Christ is the only model to follow. And um, sincerely, this is the model that pays. This is a model that depicts your Christian essence. And I trust that the Lord is going to help us. I trust that the Lord will empower us to be able to serve in capacities wherein the body of the Christ, the body of Christ will be edified, the body of the uh, of Christ will be will be profiting, profiting or will profit from our our rising in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will help us. I pray that the Lord will cause his face to shine upon us in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode and I am your host once again, Ebenezer Bassi. See you next week.